Another edition of the Podmen. I'm Brad. I'm Brian. I'm Podmen Ron. And we may have a fourth member join us uh, a little bit later, uh, but we'll see. We'll see. We aren't holding our breath. Is, is this another special guest that I've not been told about? <laughs> you know what? I would like to think that if we actually had listeners, they would have enjoyed that last episode. That was a good episode. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> Did you go back and listen to it? Yeah, it was a good episode. Uh, Buddy was a hell of an interview. I mean, yeah, he, he was. all you had to do was say hi, and then he took off. Yeah, he didn't yeah. take my job. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty bad when three interviewers uh, couldn't keep up with the interviewee. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we would be horrible late night hosts. Yeah, we really would be. <laughs> <laughs> was the special guest uh, Alex? Potentially, Alex yes. said he was going to be on the podcast. I know. At what at what point do we demote him back to an intern? You know, I mean, I've been thinking about this a lot recently. Um, you know, the biggest problem I have is that I have to change the artwork because I've got four yeah, characters on it, and that feels like a big hassle to Photoshop him out. So I'd rather well, just come back. You know. Can you just put an X over his face? <laughs> the X pod man. It's sad, sad to say he's got more of a life than we do. So. Well, that's to be expected. Yeah, um, that's true. Oh, well. All right, but hey, you know, it's his fault because uh, we have so many new uh, movies and TV shows to talk about. Uh, I know in the green room we're, we're hoping uh, we can't cover John Wick 4 quite yet. PMR hasn't seen uh, it. I still have to watch all of yeah, John Wick 1. I think I've seen most of it, but I can't say I've seen all of it, I don't think. Um, but we can talk about Creed 2. Oh, yeah. Shazam 2? 3. Creed, Creed 3? Creed 3, Shazam 2, yes. Oh, okay, all right. I can't keep up with that either. Um, and uh, da, 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 Picard TV, Picard. You guys watch that, I'm sure. Yeah. Awfully. Mandalorian? Uh, I haven't watched any of that. I've watched the first. Uh, I can only, I only got a little bit of time, you know. I only got like I know. narrow space. You I know. know. You got to be picky and choosy, as we've. Uh, That's it. We've, we'll hit up on the uh, in memoriam <laughs> section as well. Uh, and then some what you're looking at, probably. Yes, Brian. Yeah. I got like two. I think. Wow. Two what you're looking at. Oh, I just had two memorials. I, I memoriams. We. I yeah, think memorial. we do have what? a couple of them. I don't know. Well, before we get to that, again, lots of stuff, good stuff and bad stuff happening in the nerd news. Let's uh, hit the news desk. (laughs) BMR is adding his own sound effects there, Brian. Can y'all hear that when the music? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's that's right. We're on we're uh, recording a podcast. I forgot. (laughs) <laughs> Wait, what? Uh, he just whistling. Uh, you don't just mute me out, Brad. <laughs> you can't just mute me. Uh, but at least you were whistling, whistling a nice little tune there along with exactly. the news. Exactly. Thank you very much, Brian. What the hell's going on in the world? Uh, several things. Some good. Some bad. Some head scratchers. Uh, first <laughs> off, there is a rumored uh, 
Avatar 3 nine hour cut coming to Jesus. Disney Plus. Jesus wow. Christ. <laughs> A nine hour cut. Avatar the movie's 3 already. Or 2. Avatar 2. two. Uh, Avatar 2. It's already three hours. He's got. <laughs> that's only a third of the, of the footage he filmed. It's like the whole thing unfolds in real time. Oh, look at this. Look at this shit. Y'all, y'all looking at this? Wait. We yeah. can't see anything you're doing. Oh, gosh, PMR. You see it? Uh, PMR's no. trying to show us something on his phone. He's... <laughs> no, never mind. Nothing like visuals on an audio medium. Yeah, can can oh, your listeners see this? I'm, I'm, can you guys I'm, see this? I, I am seeing you guys. What the hell? Uh, you can oh. turn your camera on, but oh, Brian, God, so man. tell me what, ha- so, so we've got nine hours, uh, nine hours, you said, right. Of avatar two, nine hours. Wow. Yeah. And then like, uh, whatever, a week later or so Zack Snyder comes out and says, oh yeah, well, I'm going to give you 10 hours worth of the Snyderverse and, uh, theatrical release. I mean, these directors are getting a little nutty, right? They're getting a little nutty. Yeah. And that was the next one. You're right. So the, hey, uh, pretty good. And I don't. Oh, should we wait for his Starbucks uh, order? Starbucks coffee with cream, five spoons, and a shot of blueberry. Starbucks coffee, cream, farm sugar. Uh, five spoons. Y'all, y'all go ahead and call. That's okay. No, no, no. This is fascinating. Shot of blueberry. Shot of blueberry. He's still on that blueberry coffee. I love hey, thank it. Thank you. I have not tried that yet, Brian. Have you? No, I have not tried that. He was down here. Uh, and well, we still didn't try. We should have gone out and oh, tried man, it. I cannot believe you missed piss, that opportunity uh, away. I'm on my way. Oh. What? <laughs> he's, talk, he's talking to the barista. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I've got your coffee. Way. I'm on my way. <laughs> do, you, do you think the barista doesn't know how the drive-thru works? <laughs> no, no, he started talking to me again. He's not talking to me again. I'm on my way. <laughs> I'll be there shortly. <laughs> I'm flashing my headlights. Can you see me? me? Okay, sir, that'll be four dollars fifty cents. I'm on my way. I'll be right there. Oh, good. Yes. So bringing it back to uh, Zack Snyder. Yeah. Apparently there was an announcement. He he was making an announcement that end of April, there's going to be a three day, you know, something, something's right. going to happen, a three day thing. And he's apparently doing like a Snyder con around his Justice League movies in the Snyder verse with Warner Brothers blessing <laughs> and uh, for suicide awareness. Like it's, it's like a, a, to sponsor, right, to, right. to support cause, suicide awareness. Cause. And uh, like it's going to be a whole convention now. See, so like, what the fuck, Warner Brothers? Like, <laughs> you such a tease. You want this to go away? You want it to go away? You keep saying you want it to go away. Everybody's giving James Gunn shit. Just cut on, on Twitter. James Gunn is getting like just blasted constantly by these Snyderverse nerds. And now they're going to make a whole convention for them to all gather. <laughs> it's uh, it's not looking good. Uh, there's going to be some riots going on. Gonna- I don't get that. I, I don't get why everybody all of a sudden is in love with the Spider-Verse either. I mean, they bitched about it. I mean, I me included for years, and now we finally got rid of it, finally. And, God, you would think they were just redoing the whole Marvel Universe. I mean, it is insane. 
it, but it's so bizarre. Like, why do they keep feeding these, why, these yeah. like, trolls? I guess it's sort of like, uh, you know, as long as people are saying something about you, I guess good PR. Maybe, maybe it's good PR for the Thank Flash. You. I don't know, right? I don't, I don't know. know. I mean, that, that's a good possibility. But yeah, it uh, is kind of. It is. Geez. They're all crazy. Again, we've said this many a times before. I appreciate it, man. Thank you. Uh, you're welcome, buddy. Um, the <laughs> I'll see you later, sir. <laughs> Glad you made it. Bye. <laughs> I'll be around. You were, you were, you were, you were on your way. <laughs> there was no time. <laughs> <laughs> you were right around the corner. Uh, but yeah, it is. It is. Uh, it's weird. I don't know. No, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't get it. It's all I know like is Zack Snyder has a great PR person to continue to <laughs> keep it alive. To, oh my God, man! And his Netflix well, show almost, is coming out relatively soon, I think. Or not? Yeah, show, I think so. Movie or maybe a the movie. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. What, what is what is coming out? I'm sorry. What's it called? Rebel Moon. <laughs> oh God. It's yeah. loosely based off of an old Star Wars script or something to that effect that he, like, well, Star Wars ain't going to use it, so I'll adapt it and rewrite it or something. I don't know. Uh, again, I'm a fan of Zack Snyder, so I'm looking forward to it. But, yeah, I mean, that's this is one of those where it's like I think Warner Brothers is too big to, like, really, like, uh, rein it all in. You know, it. I'm sure if you ask James Gunn, hey, listen, we're going to start a whole convention around the Snyderverse, which, which, you know, and all that ritual, we're going to we're going to vocalize all of these nerds. Oh, yeah, sure. Why not do that? that that's not going to hurt us launching a new DCU. Right. <laughs> you know, like, let's yeah, give that's... them more gasoline to throw on the fire. So bizarre. But yeah, well, you're so just that's splitting, it's just kind of like the country itself. You're just splitting people up. So you're never going to get everybody on board one thing anymore because right. now you're constantly going to feed the old thing, feed the new thing, and everybody's just going to be split. I mean, you're, you're it's, just It's a just microcosm of the nation. Podman Ryan hits with the deepest cut sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Go. Yeah. I know. He, what an analogy for unity. Yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> if everybody just drink coffee with five fingers <laughs> and a blue shot of blueberry. <laughs> Can we all just get just, along? If everybody just like one DC universe, we'd all be happy. We are the universe. Uh, we the Snyder universe. Uh, but to your no. point, Brian, everybody is just giving James Gunn shit all over the place. It just well, he should <clears throat> say, you know what? I'm out of here. You don't have a fucking movie then. If everybody's going to complain about my wife being cast and everything, <laughs> I mean, it's just like everything. It's just. It's just disappointing, the nerds. Yeah, it's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, it's it's just he's just getting bombarded all the time. And what's weird is, like you would think, uh, who else would have the pedigree that he does and the goodwill coming into this role that yeah. he does? And these fucking Snyderverse nerds, man. Right. They like they just get over it. God damn, get over it. <laughs> like. <laughs> So, yeah, we, you got that going on. And that's part of the other, one of the other stories we got, you know, kind of teasing that. But um, we'll jump into that one. So uh, we'll talk about our Shazam 2 review in a minute, but it has underperformed at the box office, mm. right? 
And uh, now everybody's starting to point the finger back at Dwayne Johnson, which we were saying for, we've been saying for a while, right? Like he, he, and here's the thing, like his production company produced this exam movie. So why the hell wouldn't he want the movie to do better? Like, why wouldn't he throw his full, you know, the full, right, right. Uh, uh, the power uh, of the rock, power of the rock <laughs> at it. Like he's got, he is, he's off the rails, man. Like it's his production company, Shazam and black Adam. Like he, he's completely scuttled his own black Adam movie. You, you, the, le- the thing you most likely expect is he try to save some face and then come riding in at the last minute in right. one of these post credit scenes for Shazam. Nope. Nope. Didn't want any part of it. <laughs> I'm afraid Zachary Levi is going to get beat up by the, the Rock. I mean, he Zachary Levi is going crazy on uh, social media, kind of complaining about everything now. Well, he's tagging stuff. He's not actually complaining. Um, but he tagged, he, uh, or he reposted a, um, uh, a post on Twitter that said, uh, the rap confirms that in Shazam Fury of the Gods, the Justice Society for Black Adam were recruited, uh, were recruiting Shazam in the post credits. The Rock denied access, and uh, David F. Sandberg had to make a last minute decision to add Amelia and John, which is Amelia, uh, James Gunn's wife. Harcourt, yeah. yeah. Dwayne, John, uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson attempted uh, to restructure the DCU universe, DCEU, centering him and Henry Cavill Superman. The Rock didn't allow Zachary Levi to cameo in the post credit scene for Black Adam. And so that was on was posted by somebody, and Zachary Levi reposted it, like basically confirming it. Right, right. Uh, then there was another a post that said uh, – uh, Charlie Wreck, I don't know who that is. He said, but there's no denying that at the moment there are so many Snyder fans who are happy for the failure of your film, and many of them wish that everything that is come to uh, that is to come fails, just not uh, continuing with the films or their director. Uh, and Levi said, this is also true, sad but true. Uh, how much that actually affects the box office is anyone's guess, but I think the biggest issue is we're having is marketing. This is a perfect family movie, yet a lot of the families aren't aware of that, which is just a shame. So, yeah, the, the movie <laughs> failed. The reason, and everybody's giving James Gunn shit about his wife showing up in the post credit right, scene, right. but they had to do that because of The Rock. Right. The Rock not only won't appear in Shazam, he would not let any of his Justice Society characters that he established appear in Shazam. Just crazy. I mean, PMR, I have to ask. I mean, you're you've been. You were a huge fan of The Rock, call it a year ago, two years ago. Nowadays, I don't, I don't know if that's a true statement anymore. Well, you know, I, I've been saying it for, I don't know, several months now that yeah. he, he kind of been getting on my nerves. He's been everywhere. He's been on my nerves, boy. He's, he's on Instagram. Every time I was looking at Instagram, it was The Rock <laughs> talking about some fucking tequila or, or working out or some premiere. I think there's like four of them because I don't know how the fuck he does everything he does. <laughs> And, Maybe he's cloned and, and, himself. I, I, I'm beginning to wonder. So yeah, uh, yeah, he's kind of gotten on my nerves a little bit. So and I think we I'm, said I'm sure that ups- and I'm sure that upsets him. <laughs> Come on, brother. Uh, that's on, more brother. of a that's more of a Hulk Hogan, I think. But still, I was, I, I'm trying, Brian. Uh, you trying. know, I, I think you know we said a while back when uh, 
the Fast and the Furious uh, family started falling apart. That is like, yeah, Vin Diesel was being an ass, but now everybody's like, eh, maybe it was not Vin Diesel's fault after all. Yeah, no. We're, we're kind of saying yeah, it might not have been. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, the more the time passes, the more this comes out that it's – I'm sure Vin Diesel is a, is a, a piece of work, but, but The Rock – Went from smell, you know, being like uh, the uh, having, uh, I don't know, being being the rational one, being the one that had all of the uh, the equity in that situation. He has spent all of it. Yeah, it is. It is bizarre. All like uh, this is tequila. That's all he's got left. Is Jesus tequila. Christ! Don't give me. Started. I don't even. Tequila. I don't even know what his next movie is. So, <clears throat> but yeah, all right. the. Uh, the Rock's losing his mind. Right, who so else is surely. losing their mind out there? Well, apparently Netflix. Uh, have you? Did you guys see the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Once and Always trailer? Yeah, what the hell was that? <laughs> so they're bringing back most of so, the original. So, well, a few about ones that half are still alive. Yeah, well, about half of the original. No, not even half. Like it's that's weird. They brought back three of them, so they're doing like a a Power Rangers movie, and it's going to have uh, what the blue, red, blue, the and Black yeah. Ranger, yeah, and uh, um, for a movie. And I guess they're bringing back Rita Repulsa or whatever her name was as the villain. Yeah, but she it murders. Is, she murders the yellow Power Ranger. Yeah, yeah. So no, that's that's what I was fixing to say. Really quick. I mean, so the the yellow Power Ranger who passed away in like the early two thousands in a car wreck, yeah. or late nineties in a car wreck. Late nineties, I believe. She's so they they've already explained why she's not there, and yeah, that's what it is. Is Rita Repulsa killed her? Wow, <laughs> like, that's, so, heavy. You know, that's heavy for a kid show. <laughs> Kind of you got dark. that. Then you, but then you've got obviously the Green Ranger's not going to be in it because he he's also passed away. Uh, Amy Jo Johnson, the Pink Ranger, is not in it. There was apparently there may or may not have been a, a, a money dispute. Uh, and then the the Ranger, the Red Ranger, uh, Austin St. John, is also not in it uh, for a, uh, an interesting reason. Uh, he was he's. <laughs> He was, I guess, arrested um, and served jail time for his involvement in uh, in a 2022 COVID wire fraud scheme. So, so like, if he just held on just a little bit longer, he could have got some more of that Ranger uh, can money. Can you believe that? Just a year, a year more, he could have gotten some Ranger money. How about that? Well, yes. So could uh, what is it, uh, David? The green, this, it's, yeah. The Green Ranger. Yeah. Oh man, David Frank. Is it, is it Thomas David Frank? Something. No, I don't remember. No, Tommy yeah, was. You his see, you've already Frank. forgot. No, uh, yeah, Tommy's his character. Yeah. Anyway, so they're making. I was uh, never a Power Rangers person. No. Well, that was. I mean, that came out after we were like eh, well into our twenties or fifties. Yeah. <laughs> I do remember the uh, the Dollar Theater over at Cobb Center. Yeah, you remember the dollar theater? Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, we uh, uh, the AC was out of the house, and it was just blisteringly hot. 
And uh, so, like, we were just trying to get out of the house. See, me and my dad went to the movies. And the only thing we could, <laughs> the only thing that was available, <laughs> like, was Power Rangers the movie. So we sat oh, through that movie oh to gosh. avoid uh, just avoid sitting in heat stroke in the house in the middle of, in the, the middle of summer. <laughs> he leans over as he grabs a you know a handful of popcorn from me. Is like, this ain't no six pack. This ain't yeah. no six pack. <laughs> no six packs on. Yeah, yeah. So we, uh, that, that's the only reason is to avoid, uh, uh avoid, uh, there you the go. Heat. So you, you, you have a see. reason to watch this Netflix movie for, for fun memories of, uh, bonding with your father and not having a heat stroke. No, well, there you go. There you go. I doubt I'll see it. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, Rick and Morty co creator Justin Roiland cleared of, uh, oh, in his domestic violence case. Congratulations. Again. You're still out of a job. A total, total douchebag. Just a couple months too late. Uh, there's kind of seems to be a theme <laughs> that just happened a couple months earlier. Uh, but yeah, as he said, he was, uh, he was, uh, he said he would be, dis- it would be dismissed and it was dropped. All right. uh, and I guess there's a theme going on because uh, <laughs> Sunday afternoon, uh, it, the news broke that uh, Jonathan Majors was arrested for assaulting a woman in New York. Oh, he also God. denies the cl- the uh, the claim. Wow, what is going on with these superstars? Well, I guess just Roland. But yeah, I mean, Jonathan Majors—that's not a good look, Marvel. That's yeah, that's not good. I guess uh, considering Ye- Yellow Jacket slash Modoc taught him a few things from uh, the quantum realm. I guess. Yeah, I guess stealing, so. Kind of stealing your joke there, Brian. The uh, yeah. So this is the guy. This is the linchpin of all of Phase Four. So or Phase Five, and he got arrested for domestic violence. What was he arrested like, or? Or just yeah, he was arrested. Wow. Okay. So. Uh, yeah, not good. And then, you know, what's funny is you, you mentioned it, Brad, and I posted it on our little, you know, uh, um, group messenger or group, uh, group text that, uh, I remember Hank Pym backhanding the wasp in the comics, but when I went to go look for it, I found a different comic where he did it. So he did it at least twice in the comics. He did it twice, but the first one he did, it was the... Because she, uh, it, it wasn't was out of anger. She got mouthy with him. No, it wasn't. It wasn't out of anger. She, he was trying to protect her because she wanted to go into battle, and he was trying to protect her. So the only way he could do it is knock her out. Smack that bitch and off. Knock her yeah. out. That is <laughs> crazy. That's, that's that Hank Pym mentality. <laughs> <laughs> I could ask her to stop, but night instead, night. I'm going to knock, yeah, knock the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so that's that's the one I remembered. It was right? they were both riding on a on a wall on a bee, yeah, yeah. and like he turned around and backhanded her and <laughs> knocked her out. That's how it starts. So that she didn't go to the battle. You got to do that shit, man. You got to do that. And so I'm like, you know, Ant Man hits the wasp. I'm googling that so I can make my joke on the on the uh, the text uh, the text, and it's like a totally different one where he, where he knocked her out and because she's of in her like, laundry and Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. This time she was in her lingerie. She's getting all sexy time with her, and he knocks her out. So yeah, like you said, Brian Kang's <laughs> Kang's gonna do what Kang's gonna do. <laughs> Kang's gonna do what a Kang's gonna do. Oh Jesus! All right, well, good luck with him. I guess I don't know. 
I guess he truly is the worst king. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that blue monkey king wouldn't have done that. No. Mm-mm. No chance. Uh, that is, I believe, it, Brad, for the uh, That's it for the news. For the news All right. Well, that's uh, <sighs> crazy news world. All right. Well, let's... Uh, uh, we do we have some in memoriam? It feels like we do, we we've do got, somewhere. In we got a big one. We got a big one. Oh my goodness! Well, what? Let's hear it. All right. Who do we have, Brian? A uh, Lance Reddick. Oh, passed yes. away. Star of John Which, Wick Four. Star of yeah, John Wick. He uh, <clears throat> the uh, Fringe. The Wire, and BMR's favorite, Balsh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, uh, I this one really hit. That dude was like, he was, he was sixty years old. BMR <laughs> showed a clip that it was like a few weeks back, and he was that wasn't dead. a few weeks back. I I just told you that, you bastard. <laughs> I thought I thought you were serious. PMR was obsessed with how cut this guy was. He kept saying, "Look how cut he is. Yeah, he's sixty man. years old. He's sixty years old, man. He's like ripped Chiseled. and shit. Yeah, I know, right? And then he's fucking dead. Yeah, that leaves no hope for us. No hope. Yeah, Lance Reddick. Uh, he was. He did a lot of voiceover work for for TV animated shows and uh, Destiny. He was a big part of the Destiny uh, video game. But uh, yeah, Lance Reddick. And then the the clip I showed was the uh, Lance Reddick on Eric Andre, which okay. I think it's about four years old. Yeah. But I posted the clip, and PMR was like, he, "You can tell he was shook. You can tell he was <laughs> shook. Oh, he was definitely shook. Damn right. So he was like." And in the clip, he goes like he gets mad. He walk, he storms off stage, and he comes back without his shirt on, right. and wearing a Jordy LaForge visor <laughs> and Star Starfleet badge <laughs> on his bare chest, and he starts making like this this whole thing about Jordy LaForge, Reedy Rainbow, and Roots, Lavar Burton. Um, so go go look at the clip. But the clip's about four years old, and so PMR's like, you can tell he was shook, and he goes. Uh, Oh man, he was in great shape. How long? How old was this? How long ago was this? I was like, that was like three weeks ago. Shit's getting close to all, man. Yeah. I, when I said three weeks ago, you could just I could just feel Timor's heart sinking. Aww. Like when I said it, you damn right it's so. I gotta go to the gym and quit. I gotta lay off that blueberry syrup. Oh man, yeah. Well, yeah. You know what? So yeah. He, he was he's probably the best part of Bosch. I mean, he really was. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, the, the level and, and the and, level in oh. French, he was great in hell, he's anything he's in, he's always been great in it. So, that really sucks. Uh, the level of like animosity and like disgust. He can <laughs> he can he can, he can uh, emote in w- when he says Bosch's name. It's fantastic. That's the whole reason. That's my favorite part of the show is every time he gets on the phone, there'll be times where Bosch calls him, and then Bosch will hang up, and they'll keep the camera on him, and he'll go. He'll just go. Bosh. <laughs> <laughs> he fucking hates Bosh so much. He, that's the best part. That's what we all we all hate, Bosh. <laughs> we all hate Bosh. 
<laughs> you know what his yeah, name was in the show? <laughs> yep. Bosh? No, 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 no. Uh, Lance Reddick's character. No, I do not. Chief of Police Irvin Irving. Oh, that's right. Irvin Irving. (laughs) Whoever whoever wrote the books wasn't trying very hard. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, so, sadly, Lance Reddick has passed. He was in so much good stuff. And we, we really have, they've not really released what happened or what's, you know, what he oh, died really? from. Yeah, I, hmm. I have not heard anything about Which normally it. means autoerotic asphyxiation. Yeah. God damn and it. With a body like that, can you blame him? <laughs> can you blame him? No. No. Nope. Hell nope. All right. Well, so. we'll miss you, Lance. You're a good man. Good man. We will miss you. You're a good man. Uh, all right, and now for let's. Why don't we talk about John Wick? Four? Oh, we can't do that quite well, yet. We can't talk about. It. We can talk about. Did you guys watch the trailer I sent? Of what? Sisu. Who? Who? Sisu. No, I have Sisu. Not. You need to watch the trailer. God damn it! Oh. It's uh. Brad, it's by the. Oh, oh, what was yeah. Yes, I did. It's the that. Uh, okay. Yes, I, I yeah. had to remind. I did when you say you saying Sisu over and over again didn't ring a bell with me. Uh, yeah, it looks like something you would enjoy, PMR. Uh, oh yeah, it's a uh, yeah, like so, a uh, prospector who goes John Wick on people. Uh, yeah. Well, he he was a prospector because he was like the. Uh, um, uh, he was like a hit. He was like a one man hit squad. Right. He's basically John Wick in World War Two. There you go. And yeah, so he just goes. He just Nazis. yeah. He he just goes uh, nuts on these Nazis that try to take his gold. And there's a dog. So, but uh, yeah, see, so you need to watch that trailer because it is batshit crazy. Uh, I did a shot. I, well, I mean, shot. I, I did send it to you. I did text it to you uh, a week ago. Yeah. That's okay. But, you know. That's all right. He get to it. He's very busy, Brian. I'm a busy man, man. So what's uh, when does it come out? Sisu, uh, sometime over the summer, I think. It's not. It's pretty soon. Oh, it's sweet. I'll watch that. I'll watch that. i watch that trailer. All right. Well, let's go to the movies, guys, because uh, I know I can talk about one of the movies. One out of the three movies I can talk about, so that's good enough, I think. So we can't really talk about John Wick 4 because PMR hasn't seen it. And he doesn't want to hear any spoilers, right? Nope. Nope. Brian, do you want to... Can, can Brian just give us a score? Yes. Okay, how about that? Oh, all right. Yeah, yeah. So... By the way, it's three hours long. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Let me just man. wait for uh, the six-hour version to come Ooh. on HBO Max. Well, two hours and 50 minutes. But, uh, and I'll tell you, this is the first John Wick with a post credit scene. Oh. Right? Jesus Christ. So check that out. Uh, and honestly, you know, they really should have split this into two movies. Um, uh, I would have done John Wick, you know, part four, you know, uh, one and two, the uh, 
And this it's weird because this is the one they didn't give like a subtitle to because the last one was Parabellum, right? Oh no, it was John Wick Chapter Three Parabellum, so it had like a subtitle. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they could have done John Wick Four and then right. had two different like you know yeah. subtitles and then uh, and release it separately. I think they would have. I mean, it did really. I mean, it's the uh, highest opening of uh, any of them. It made seventy three million dis- domestically, which before that Parabellum made fifty six. Uh, and then the original, I think, made thir- which surprised everybody, made like thirty-five million. So this is by far the the best box office. All right, guarantees uh, that they've had guarantees a John Wick five then. Guarantees it. Um, so uh, yeah, they could have split it into two movies and probably uh, really, you know, made some more uh, box office, but they didn't. Hmm. So you're getting a lot of value for your buck. Okay. That being said, Brad, you may want to take this in two sittings. So. <laughs> It's a lot. It's well, it's it's good, but I mean, there's, I mean, it's so much action. I mean, yeah. it's, and you know, you've got like John Wick, you've got like those like set piece sort of um, action scenes, right. and the one in this one is my all time favorite. Before this, it was probably the uh, um, the horse stuff, you know, okay. <laughs> in Parabellum, yeah. the stuff he did, and the dogs in Parabellum. Um, but in this one, there's like this whole scene where they it's at the beginning or towards the beginning of the third act. And he um, uh, they end up in this abandoned uh, uh, apartment complex. And when they go in there, like the, the shots they, that they did, the uh, the the wow for that particular, you know, like the, you know, like the dogs in the parabellum, the horse and the horses in parabellum. There's a thing that they kind of wrap the gotcha. whole uh, like fight scene around. Okay, it's so kick ass. It is so kick ass. Um, but yeah, I love this movie. It was so good. Uh, and there's stuff that doesn't make sense, and I'm fine. I'm totally fine with the right, fact right. that it didn't make sense. Like I just don't just care. Just enjoyable. Um, totally enjoyable. Totally satisfying. Very good film. And they're they're already like you know they got the spin off the ballerina. We got a little bit of news on it. Uh, so the the ballerina spinoff they they've given like some uh, some context about what it's about. She was fi- she was seen in Parabellum, uh, but they've recast and Anna de Armas is now the main oh. character, not whoever was the ballerina in, in Parabellum. But it's the same character. Gotcha. But apparently she has a tattoo, um, and someone and it says something to do with her father, and. That's kind of like the mystery is well, the tattoo is tied to her father. And everybody's like, John Wick's got a lot of tattoos. Yeah. So people are, are, and John Wick will be in the movie. Um, so yeah, people are, are kind of uh, hoping, I guess, John that it's Wick's daughter. John Wick's daughter. Okay. So All right. we got that. And then they also, we got some more information around the Continental TV show, which is going to be on Paramount. No, I'm sorry, on Peacock. And so the the Continental TV show is going to focus on Winston and uh, Sharon, which is Lance Reddick. Oh, okay. uh, but it's going to be well, them. Not anymore. Well, it's set in the 70s. Oh, okay. I got you. It's them in the 70s. So uh, like when the, when the Continental first, uh, you know, started. So. All right. Uh, so. Yeah. Your your score though. That's what I want to know. Oh my score. My score. So I tried to give a little bit of stuff without spoiling it for BMR. Uh, I I would give this a five out of five. I told Brad, like he was like, Is it good? I was like, it's maybe my first seven out of five. Seven but out of five. I'm gonna yeah, stick to the, I'm gonna stick to the rules. 
right. Not like PMR. Rules mean something. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> so this rating system means something, PMR. So, yeah, I'll give it a five out of five. I wouldn't stick to it. You're right. You're right. I need to stick to it more. So, there you go. John Wick, five out of five. Damn. Would right, you would well. you say it was better than the last John John Wick? Yeah. Yeah, but cool, because, I mean, you know who the bad guy is, right? No. Uh, Donnie Yen. Okay. Brad? Hey, does that that means you? nothing for PMR. Yeah, I don't know who John. But does it mean something for you? Yes, Brad? yes. He's a uh, martial arts wuxia action guy that's been in a ton of uh, Japanese stuff. I think. Wasn't he IP man? Uh, Donnie Yen. I think you're correct. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, Donnie Yen. He's fantastic. And then so you've got the movie focuses, you know, a lot on him. Uh, and uh, and then you've got like a, more of the mythology built out around the table, uh, and then the the aftermath of Parabellum. Look what happened in the last movie. It's very good. They they used a lot of this. They can spin out into a lot of other things if they want to because they introduced even more of the, the sort of like families. But uh, yeah, uh, Donnie Yen, great. Right. John Wick, fantastic. Go see the movie. All right, very good. Oh, PMR, cool. there you go. I'll wait for it to come on Peacock, and I'll, I'll, I'll start all of them over by then. Uh, yeah, you, you know what? I really need to start them all over again because I can't remember. I get so lost in all that gunplay. I can't figure it a out. Lot of, a lot of gunfight. A lot of gunfight. Well, basically, the first movie is all about the dog. They thought it was yeah. just going to be a throwaway movie, right? Well, it was the wife dying. He's grieving. They kill his dog. Like he just goes on a tear to kill all of them, right, right? Right. The second movie is where they did a lot of the world building, and that's where they introduced the table and they introduced, um, you know, the markers and 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 how kind of the assassin world works. Right. And the big thing with that one was he had somebody that want that called a marker. He didn't want to do it because he was still trying to get out, and he killed a guy on the continental property, which is a big no no. And when he killed somebody on the continental property, then the table came after him. Right, and so uh, the third movie was all the table coming after him, uh, and him trying to uh, uh, ally himself with Winston and the uh, the Bowery King, which is uh, Lawrence Fishburne. Uh, but really, the the third movie was, was a cliffhanger, and this kind of wraps up a lot of that. So all right. there you go. There you go. All right, well, we'll yeah. it out. All right, next on the list, Creed Three. Creed 3 All right, PMR what'd you think I liked it but uh, not, as good as, uh, not as good as 1 and 2 I mean definitely not as good as 2 right and so, I'll tell you what I'll, I'll tell you you tell you me what about I'll tell you I'll tell you what uh, I'm sorry I'm looking at an email um, I'm sorry I'm doing work Talk amongst yourselves. No, Brian, you go ahead with it. All right. So I was trying to let PMR lead, and I should have just waited. God damn, I should have just waited. Uh, So PMR hated Creed three. Like why? Oh, you you did hate it initially. Uh, We we need to go. You you go ahead. 
I didn't so, I don't, didn't like it as much. I mean, he didn't did, like you it. Did, you did clear something up for him, so go ahead and uh, go ahead yeah. And he he did not like the movie. Um, I'm trying to. Oh, I want to go find the text. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. But essentially, PMR missed a major part of the movie. Like, I don't know if he nodded off. Went to the like, bathroom. He is, pro- he is prone to do that. I do. Uh, let's see. But essentially, he missed. All right. The beauty of Creed 3 is the plan that Jonathan Major's character, uh, Damon, has. Right? So, the the basically, Damon... And uh, uh, Donnie were friends in juvie. Uh, Creed's wife, Marion, pulled him out of. And remember, she wasn't his real mother, but she pulled him out of juvie when she found out that it was Creed that he was uh, Apollo's son. Right, and she raised him. Okay. Well, he still tried to connect. He still tried to keep up with Donnie, right? But Donnie was still like on the streets, that sort of thing. And uh, they get into uh, trouble with the police, and Donnie takes the fall for it, right? Okay. Flash forward, you know, 18 years later, Donnie's out, right? And he approaches uh, uh, Donnie. Uh, Damon, Damon's out, and he approaches Donnie about he wants a job, right? He wants a job. He wants to start boxing. Wait, and who's he Donnie? Was a golden who's, who's Donnie? Uh, Creed. Oh, okay. Uh, Adonis, Adonis. Oh, Donnie. Okay, that's where you lost. So, me. I'm like, wait a minute. I thought his name was Adonis. Okay, I'm with you. Yeah. So Adonis, he approaches Adonis and wants a job. He he, he was a Golden Gloves boxer before Adonis really was. Like, uh, and so he wants to, uh, and so he starts, you know, working his way back in with Adonis. <clears throat> Adonis lets him. He says, "Hey, man, I want I want to get a fight." He's like, "Oh, you know, just." We'll work on it. We'll work on it. Because at this point, Adonis is retired and he's promoting fights himself. Gotcha. Right? He's a bum. Well, yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you uh, flash forward and the they're going to have a big fight with the new world champion and he's going to take on um, uh, Drago, right? Oh. And in the promotion for the fight – they're at a party and somebody breaks Drago's arm at the party. Right. And so now Adonis has a problem. He's got a fight, but no fighter, which is just like Rocky one. Right. Okay. So the, so what does Adonis do? Like, and Dame says, he's like, your dad did it. Your dad gave Rocky a shot. Why don't you give me a shot? Like, I'm I'm, like, I've never had a professional fight. And he goes, but, but this will be something to to let me kickstart my career. Let me have the fight. And so Adonis does it right. We'll come to find out. And this is the piece that PMR did not understand. The guy that broke uh, Drago's arm was Damon, uh, Damien's cellmate. Aha. So it's all a setup. So, okay, now with that, with that being said, Brad, let me tell you why I didn't understand. Because the only way they kind of tell you it is is you're watching the movie and he finds a picture of Damien in jail and he's doing like with a bunch of other cellmates and that guy that broke the hand is in that picture. Yeah, nobody says, you know, <laughs> hey, you know that's the same guy. 
No one spells it out for that me. fucking director no one, didn't spell it out for yeah, TMR. Yeah, I, I mean, you had to assume based off a photograph. Know. And did right, did right. the camera zoom in on the the other guy in the no, photograph? No. Okay. All no, right. Not at all. No, right. they did zoom not, in. It did zoom in. No. But here's but there's also that sort of like mustache twirly sort of nod wink stuff going on during the party when when Damien's there, right? Gotcha. So, but that, that all went over PMR's head, so he didn't catch it. Yeah, right, it did. This poor-ass fucking director. So, so uh, but basically, yeah, what I appreciate the most about this movie is his plan, man. He, he basically, the guy's been in jail for 18 years. He knows all these chess pieces. He sees uh, a, uh, Adonis win the title with Rocky in his corner, right? He knows his, uh, his dad's Apollo. He knows all of this stuff. And so he's like, man, this is my... Uh, you know, uh, perfect, you know, uh, a plan come to fruition. So basically he, uh, he uses, it's an homage to the first Rocky, but he's manipulating uh, Adonis the entire time. And then once he wins, the, he, he gets in the ring and beats the ever loving shit out of the champion wins the time. Cause nobody's there expecting it to be basically an expo- uh, uh, exhibition uh, fight exhibition. Yeah. Right. And just beats the ever loving shit out of him, wins the title. And then when uh, Adonis goes to confront him, he's like hanging out with all these thugs. Right. Yeah. So he went, he completely like he hoodwinked him. And then, then you see the real person that he was mm-hmm. once, his, once his plan comes off. I, uh, yeah, I really enjoyed that movie. All right. The, the part I did not care for was the style. I, I liked the fight at the beginning. Because you had the the last fight before uh, Adonis retires, and he finally takes on that uh, the guy that was going to jail yeah. in the first Rocky movie. So uh, you you get that fight, and the scene's really good. The the action's really good. It kind of does like a like a slowdown effect when he when he's uh, you know blocking and stuff, right? Or when he's evading punches, which is pretty cool. But then the the final fight. They did this whole stylized, you know, fight through their history and their friendship and, and their rivalry. Yeah. And so it's like, uh, you know, the, the arena's empty and there's smoke effects. And then there's Interesting. bar, you know, juvie cells, you know, that yeah. they're fighting in. And that stylized stuff kind of lost me. But, uh, you know, that's the unfortunately, that's the climax. That's the worst part for me. So. Interesting. Yeah. So, but right. so PMR, your your opinion has has changed, right? Since the first time you saw it, yeah, it, it has. I understand better now that you know the big plan of it, but there was still some you know some small issues with the film. I mean, no, I, I did not miss Sylvester Stallone. I didn't miss the Rocky character at all, but I did miss a character being a mentor or not even a mentor, just a friend with him because. You know, Rocky in Rocky Three, uh, once Mickey died, he had Apollo. That's when Apollo right. came. In. So I thought, you know, one of the one of the characters that came back in this movie was Drago's son came back. Um, what's his name, Brian? Um, Drago I, I or something? It's a bit Drago. Like I don't remember his first name. Yeah. Anyway, his son comes back, and they kind of do a little. Uh, that they're friends now, you know, they, they put aside their dis- differences from the last movie. I guess, you know, Creed has forgiven Drago for killing his father. And, uh, 
you know, they, I would have liked to see them develop that friendship as like a, you know, help them train. Um, but they didn't do, they didn't do any of that with it. So that was kind of dumb. Um, it was just kind of just Michael B. Jordan, just the whole way. It was hard to really root, root for Michael B. Jordan. Cause I mean, here is a boxer. He's successful. He's still, he's rich as all get out because he's been the champion. His wife is a successful producer. You know, they, they have everything. So here's this poor schmuck that's been in jail for 20 years. <laughs> Basically, the reason he was put in jail the was because well, he did. I mean, he, he actually, well, he was defending him. And, you know, they were about to get their ass beat by several guys. So he pulls out a gun. You know, he's 18, 19 years old. He pulls out a gun and uh, to defend him. And he gets caught. Creed runs home like a bitch. And... Uh, <laughs> Uh, this guy goes to jail for him, and Creed never goes and visits him or nothing. Nah. So, Fuck him. this guy gets out of jail after all these years, and uh, it's the kind of feel for the guy. I mean, he really doesn't become a, a mustache twirling, you know, just bad, bad guy. I mean, yeah, he does this. He sets this up, but and 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 he gets into a brief <laughs> scuffle at a beach, you know, partying with the his people after the fight and he wins and Creed comes to confront him saying, you know, I know what you did, you know, I'm going to kick her out, you know, and it gets in a brief fight, but that's, that's all the fight that they, you know, he didn't, he didn't really uh, amount to a very, you know, strong villain that you would root for Creed. I mean, I was <laughs> kind of rooting for him. I mean, I'm like, Creed has everything. This guy was, he was the underdog, you know, here he was. So, so when Creed well, wins, he's not really the underdog if he's got this Machiavellian type plan to manipulate everybody and and you know. Yeah, but he's still kind of the underdog. I mean, he is going against the champion. I mean, no, you. But see, that's the thing is, like, you, you don't. The, I thought it was. A, first, I thought it was a clever way of doing it. In another movie, that would be considered clever. You know that he he worked his way into it. What the fuck. So here's here's what PMR is. I respect the way he did it. <laughs> what, I respect it. He was rooting for the guy that uh, had his cellmate break uh, Drago's arm. I don't uh, know. Like, anyway, that's gumption. I mean, yeah. He, that's, you know what? That's thinking outside the box and making something happen. That's right. He 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 galulied, uh, he galulied he, Drago. <laughs> I mean, you know. Victor, Victor Drago, that's his name. But anyway, yeah, PMR said uh, it was just hard to root. I'm not. Once Creed wins at the end, you're just like, well, you know, what did what 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 was Creed going to lose if he lost? I mean, there was nothing. He was still going to be rich. He was still going to be. I mean, what? He wasn't going to be considered the champ anymore he wasn't even the champ then you know he he had been out of boxing for several years by there was another champ so i mean there was nothing on the line for him to lose at all so it was just kind of like you know i mean so that they kind of made the whole story kind of weak for me and then i hated his fucking daughter who was deaf and it was all cutesy and boxy and it was like oh my god yeah did he uh i hate the <laughs> so he was successful. How dare she not run? let her handicap? Hold on. How dare she not let her handicap define her? 
I didn't need to see that. I wasn't there to see a movie about this kid. I was there to see a movie about a fucking couple of boxers. And, well, you know, yeah, you 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 know Paulie in the first five Rocky movies. You never saw his fucking son. Oh, uh, well, that's the way it should have been. And then by by number five, when the son comes out, that's when you know that was the worst one. That was you, the beginning of the, the end. Kid, yeah, you it. saw him in three or in four or three. Barely. Wait, which he one was Sicko in? He had like two four. lines. You know, five was the one that it was about him. You know, he's feeling neglected from his father and all that bullshit. So anyway, stupid kids, stupid kids. Well, so anyway, I gave it a. Uh, I, I would give it a a three. Okay. Yeah. See, I give it. A, I would give it a four because I appreciated the script. I appreciated that turn that uh that they that they twist. worked in there. A little twist. I appreciated it. I'll give it a four. Uh, Brad, have you seen it? Did you no. see it, Brad? No, I don't think I've seen. I don't seen, think I saw. I th- no, I did see most of. I saw the end of Creed two. That's that's where Rocky goes visits his stupid son, right? Yeah. 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 I've seen that. That's the only thing and his I've stupid read. grandkid and his stupid, even dumber grandkid. His his and his blind grandkid. I would I would rewatch them. <laughs> I would rewatch them again though before this one. So all right. Well, yeah. I mean, once one, you know the twist is there, but but yeah, like uh, when when the twist happened, I was like, oh, this is this is good. I like this. Okay. I'm a root for the rich guy who has everything. Yeah, you take you, that poor guy trying to get back in the just trying to get you know, your life old. Society, <laughs> yeah. trying to get your piece of the pie. Fuck you, buddy. Mm. Mm-hmm. 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 So anyway, all right, and that brings us to Shazam Two, from Creed Three to Shazam Two, Fury of the Fanboys. Uh, yeah. I actually saw this movie, so. There you go. <laughs> that's about that's the most I can say about it. Now I will agree with Zachary Levi in that I, I guess maybe it was a it was a good family movie. It wasn't anything. Yeah. There wasn't anything, even though there was a spoiler death in it, kind of. Uh, it wasn't too heavy. It was you know I could have actually watched the kids more than Zachary Levi. Uh, but yeah, it was it was an okay movie, and there was a second. So again, spoiler on it that uh, Shazam, Captain Marvel, uh, fights uh, Lucy Liu to the death, uh, and there for about a nanosecond, I'm like, they may actually leave him dead, and this would be the a nice ending chapter to it, right? Because we know that everything's going to get, I don't know, if Shazam is going to get rebooted in the James Gunn verse, but. They ain't going to be coming back to him any, so I was like, "Why not kill him off?" But now, uh, you know, they—he died, and then I would guess less than five minutes later, they bring him back. So there was no emotional weight to the death whatsoever. <laughs> I think I think the people actually went to his funeral, quote unquote funeral, where they buried him somewhere or another. Yeah, uh, they my, were in the same clothes. Was, <laughs> so it was like I they said. just drug the body like, there. Where, where did they go for this funeral? I mean. They, the none, funeral. Of had, none of them had magic, so they couldn't go to a different plane anymore. So <laughs> they just they, drag them they, somewhere. They hop a plane. Did they, yeah, you know, Jonah. Jonah said that. Like, how the hell did they get there? Because all the right. doors were shut down because because magic was gone. Right. 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 
The uh, so yeah, it didn't explain how they got there. That's a big oversight. Uh, where they were at was the place that, um, like this, the the heart of magic. It was the where the the wizard was was captured, and that that tree that he was right right buried right, under was the, like the yeah yeah. How did they get there? There's no explaining how they got there. <clears throat> um, because yeah, like even if if magic's gone, then well, you know, uh, yeah, whatever. That, so that's the biggest like. Maybe they didn't even bother. They, they were yeah. just trying to wrap it up as quickly as possible, it seemed like. So the basic plot is that uh, some old gods, goddesses come back and like, hey, we want the power of Shazam or whatever, and they capture the wizard, uh, who was entertaining enough. I mean, I like De- Dijon Hanjidu. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then, you know, hilarity ensues and all that kind of stuff. Not an overly complicated plot. That uh, yeah, essentially it was. You found out that the wizard and, and his champions, because you remember in the first movie he was he was one of six, right? Right. And uh, where they got the powers of Shazam was they stole them from the gods. So they these are the daughters of Atlas, and they were coming back uh, because they were for revenge because they took their they took uh, their father's powers. Right. So that was their motivation. <clears throat> motivation. No one else had motivation, though. <laughs> Throughout the no, movie. Yeah. <laughs> so I actually like this movie. I, I, I really didn't see, other than the ending, I thought the ending was horrible. Uh, the whole, we can go ahead and this big spoiler here was Wonder Woman at the end who yeah. brought Shazam back to life five, like you said, Brad, like five minutes after he died at some unknown location that. They may have None of it flown to or dragged his... I don't know what the fuck they did, but uh, um, brought him back to life. And I don't know if y'all have been reading the, the the stories about it, but you know everybody's saying it's a deep fake Wonder Woman, that it was somebody on set and they just plastered deep faked her face in it. That could which, be, yeah. Because she did look a little fuzzy, look, you know, Uncanny Valley-ish uh, on the face on her, and she just didn't act like, I don't know. It was just weird. It was a weird, weird. It was a weird uh, return. It was a weird appearance by Wonder Woman. Um, so it, yeah, other keeping than those, the ending, I really keep, <laughs> keeping those Snyder voice and the Snyder verse fans alive. One well, one little movie, thing. That's one nugget at a time. It's like, you know, you have already said we're not using this Wonder Woman. Pretty much, we're going to recast everything. So why would you? Why would yep. you even introduce her? I mean, right. what would be the? Why would you put her in there? I mean, the first movie you had Superman, but you only had his chest, so that was great. You didn't. So this one you, you could have just had Wonder Woman's chest. Yeah, no, I've been fine with that. And then uh, he just pops out of the grave. <laughs> what? What a miss! And it was it was kind of cute that they they did a throwback to that that Superman appearance where the yeah, dream yeah. sequence and uh, all yeah. that was kind of fun. And that would have been that would have been total fun. Totally yeah. fun. But anyway, anyway, I just uh I, I, I thought the jokes landed pretty funny. I thought the I thought the kids were pretty good. They didn't they didn't really have much to do. I mean I mean they they were peripheral but uh they were well, there's a couple of problems with the kids. One, Mary Marvel had essentially no part whatsoever. So now now she's not you know, cha- they have the same actress play both both her and you know as as right. Superhero. Mary Marvel yeah. hero and 
Mary, whatever her last name is. So, but she got hit even less of a part in this movie than in the last one. Well, I thought she had a couple of weird parts. She had a couple good parts, but she was she was way more integral to the yeah she she did have a couple good parts. She was integral to the first movie, you know. Like there was right. there was a lot of uh, a lot of subplot for <laughs> her. In that one. Uh, yeah, yeah. The um uh, the weird thing for me is why the hell is Billy Batson so much cooler than than the, than Captain Marvel? Yeah, he acts like, like a total tard as Captain Marvel. <laughs> I, I, I think everybody is saying that is like, yeah, uh, Billy Batson acts kind of normal kid and all that, and then when he's he's like, hey man, let's is that a TikTok video? I mean, it's like he regresses or something. It makes no sense. Yeah, what, his IQ drops. Where's that? It's all the lightning. Yeah. It's all the lightning, but yeah, he uh, yeah, the kid's way cooler than Zachary Levi is when he actually becomes the superhero. So was was kind of odd. The uh, I'll tell you what was uh, the uh, was a little off putting to me was when the way they killed Dietrich uh, Dietrich Bader. <laughs> yeah, just, what was that all about? That was that weird. was so I mean, fucking dark. Very <laughs> just dark. Walks off a building. Such a, such a kind of like a family fun type movie and right. then it just it, it's just dark that that one scene is like oh I mean, he right. plays now back to the zany yeah, yeah he plays a principal who who catches uh the bad guys up on the roof and they possess them and make them walk off the building and uh yeah See, my, kill my, himself my other problem with this movie is I mean, Lucy Liu kind of phoned it in, but Hel- uh, Helen Mirren actually did a really great job, I believe. I thought she was really good, but neither one of these characters are in the comics that I know of. And even I would have liked, I would have liked a more knowing villain, a villain that someone yeah. that we've seen before, like you know, uh, Doctor Min- uh, Sil- what is it, Sil- Sylvia? Savannah. Savannah. Savannah, Sylvia, and uh, Mr. Mind. I mean, why didn't we have that? Why didn't we have them at the end? Hell, they were great at the end. I mean, what? Uh, That's and honestly, that gives one extra star. The post credit scene. God damn, that was fantastic. Yeah, it was fantastic. But you know, you don't have a villain in this that is on the likes of you know Loki or anybody else. Yeah, yeah, but you got some villains that they 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 come up with for the story. And 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 so this girl, they're the sister, the youngest one, Rachel Ziegler. So she's like four thousand years old, but she's gonna be hanging around banging a fourteen year old. Like she'd be interested in a fourteen year old after living four thousand years. I mean, that's what she looks young, do. Have we learned nothing yeah, from Wonder I mean, Woman? I mean, why wouldn't you? Why? Why? Why would you want to be interested in a fourteen-year-old? Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, that's kind of creepy. I mean, you live four thousand years, but you you're you're wanting to hang around this four fourteen-year-old kid. I mean, I don't know. Just uh, well, I thought the villains were kind of lame, but yeah. other than that, I thought the movie itself was you know it was fun. Like you said, it was a family movie. It was a nice you kids know. movie. Yeah. Yeah. Other I than mean, the guy jumping, uh, walking off. The it road. doesn't really deserve the shit that people have been giving it and the bad. Right, and in the bad re- the reviews are the bad uh, money it's making. So, well, it's got an eighty-seven cinema score. So, I mean, audiences yeah. like it. It's just Rotten Tomatoes hated it. Now, here, but here's back to the villains real quick because I got two cents for that. Yeah, these characters weren't in there, but like, what else do you do? Because 
Dwayne Johnson ain't playing ball, right? Yeah, I get that. Yeah. Savannah and, and Mr. Mind could, right? Uh, that that could, but I think there's like uh, you gotta you can't immediately jump into that weirdness. So I think they were like, all right, well, let's what, take what a beat immediately. You are this is the second movie. I mean, what, what, yeah, it's not like it's going to go like five movies. I mean, well, no, but Mister Mind is Mister Mind's a bit of a stretch. But would have been fun. It would have went with the zaniest, the zaniest. <clears> yeah, I, yeah, yeah, that's you know? true. It would have. And I don't, I don't, I, I, well, I would love, I would be in for it, but you know, I'm, I'm sure like as a producer or, or Warner Brothers are like, I don't know, this is getting a little weird. Uh, no, but, what, what, go ahead, I'll tell you what I heard, but go ahead. Uh, you, who else would you have other than Black Adam, Mr. Mind, and Dr. Savannah, right? right? The only other villain he's got of any notoriety is Captain Nazi. Well, you ain't doing that. <laughs> Why can't you do Captain Nazi? I mean, so, nobody likes Nazis. Are we going to offend? Well, no, it's true. Now? But yeah, but I have a pitch, right? I have a pitch, and so like they they established in the movie the room of doors, like where they got all the doors right. to the different realms, right? And they even have like a fairy tale realm there. So if you wanted to, she's not a uh, uh, Shazam character. She's fought the Justice League, but uh, Queen of Fables in DC. Mm. That would have been a, a nice uh, switch. You could have even still had Helen Mirren, right? But make it Queen of Fables, and she's instead of sending you know the Minotaur. unicorns yeah. and and minotaurs and cyclopses, she's sending you know fairy that would have been uh, really good. fairy tale characters. Yeah. Look at that, right? Yeah, yeah. So I, I agree. That would have been. I would enjoy that. Uh, yeah, Queen of Fables. I thought you were going to say with all the doors and everything, you were waiting for Randall from Monsters Inc. to come pop oh, out, be the main villain. Yeah, but you know what? That'd been better too. But you know what? I mean, the doors. I mean, there was a lot that they they yeah they introduced with this. You know I, that they could you know have more movies on, I, but <laughs> I don't know. They just they could. Um, but it would be cool to do like a uh, like a, a villain little Bo Peep. And do like a weird sort of horror version of the little Bo Peep and and stuff like that. I think that would be pretty kick ass, right? Well, it's, 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 it's Shazam. I mean, have uh, you know well. the Goldilocks and the Three Bears, and they're <laughs> they're the, the, the bears are just you know they're real bears. They're right, just attacking right. people, going ham. So yeah, I think uh, Queen of Fables would have been a better fit. Although I don't necessarily, di- I mean, I still enjoyed the characters they came up with. I just I, I prefer to see like an actual DC canon character in those type of roles the other thing is that it seemed like and maybe this is just a a bad memory of it but uh, you know they you know they tried to do heroic stuff and they were known as the philadelphia failures or whatever type stuff but thing but they never really uh, other than shazam at the end with uh, lucy lou i don't know if they really threw a whole lot of punches or anything like that they did more saving of people and getting people out of the way than actually fighting anybody, it seemed like. Yeah, and that again—that's kind of the the problem of superhero shows and movies and things like that. Either the villain isn't really the villain, you know, where it's like, oh well, he, we understand why he's a villain and we'll save him from himself type person, or there's just no real action of you know. Uh, it, it could have been really cool to have a big fight scene with the harpies and all that kind of stuff, but I don't, it, I don't recall them really ever throwing punches or doing anything other than just 
running around. And it's like, okay, well, that's kind of boring. And I think that's a Hollywood problem, right? I mean, yes, they landed, you know, Dame Helen Mirren for this movie, right? And and she pulled it off. But, like, I think the actors actors are like, oh, what's my arc? You're the fucking bad guy. That's your arc. You're the bad guy. Like, we want you to do we want you to be menacing and intimidating. Right. Oh, but but yeah, what, yeah my redemption. Where's my, yeah. Where, where's my redemption? What's my point of view? Your point of view is you're a real piece of shit. That's your <laughs> right. point of view. But you don't have that. No, anymore. no, 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 no. Like, you don't have that anymore. Uh, you don't have that anymore. Maybe, like, maybe, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, so so it's. So let me let me say this. There was choker. one. Yeah. You. You can maybe you can explain this one. So the dome was, you know, over the city, so they right. couldn't mm-hmm. get out, right? Yeah. So Lucy Lou kills Helen Mirren, right? Right. Mm-hmm. But then, so she thinks she kills Helen Mirren, but the dome is still up. But then they fight. Right. She tries. To, they fight to keep the dome up. She's wanting Helen Mirren to keep it. It was like, okay, if Helen Mirren's the one that's keeping that dome up and you're telling, you know, why did you kill her? Because you want the dome up. So no, the, she wanted the dome yeah, down. She, she said, yeah. she said, drop the dome. Who did? She wanted it down. Lucy Lou. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay, but I'm listening to man. I gotta pay more attention to these movies. Jesus Christ! Well, toward the end, she wanted it yeah. down. I think they she they had it up to keep to keep Shazam That's in there. Just, I don't know. Whatever. I don't fucking who know. Knows. Shit. But Too it was much. it was very selective. It seemed like it was selective on who could come in and out of the dome when it started yeah. shrinking. You know, all of a sudden, you know, like. People like some people could get out of it, but Shazam couldn't, or something like that. It was kind of again very uh, 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 whatever, uh, not Deus Ex Machina, but uh, yeah, it was very convenient. Yeah, but anyway, yeah. yeah, it was it was a fine kind of, like I said, kind of kids type movie for me. Uh, but then we still well, the biggest part for me is we got to talk about that second post credit scene. So okay, well, yeah. the first post credit scene you see um, Harcourt and the guy I forget his name from Suicide Squad and Peacemaker. They approach Billy and they offer for him to join the Justice Society. Which yeah, also okay. uh, you know is a John, well Steve uh, Agee, but I can't remember his name in the yeah. What it was a Dwayne Johnson uh, block? You heard about right. that too, didn't you? I heard about it about an hour ago. (laughs) I think I heard about that about an hour ago, PMR, when you were ordering your fucking coffee. (laughs) No wonder I don't get these... No wonder I don't get these plots in the movie. <laughs> he can't even pay attention when it's a conversation he's involved in. I heard that Creed actor's in trouble. <laughs> I don't know if you guys know this about Creed 3, but that guy's in trouble. He's in bad shape. Oh, man. I hope he gets All a title right. shot when he gets out of jail. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so the, 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 cock, the, the rock blocked. He rock blocked the rock, first post credit scene. Oh, nice! Yeah, and then uh, uh, the set, but the second post credit scene is where it's at for me. So, like the whole time, we're like, you, you know, the post credit scene of Shazam one established uh, Mr. Mind and Savannah was in jail, 
And so it starts, and Savannah's in jail still. He's thrown out a huge beard. because, he, And he says he's been in jail for like two years. Well, you and know, Mr. he's writing it on the wall. He's putting all the numbers on the wall. Too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mr. Vine comes back in. And he's like, where have you been? He goes, the plan's almost com- almost <laughs> complete. Uh, uh, and he goes on his little, little little worm monologue, and he goes, I only need one more. And he's like, it's been two years. <laughs> he goes, patience. Pa-, and he goes, I'm 57 years old. <laughs> and he goes, I just need to get one more thing. And then he crawls back out. <laughs> he just slowly crawls away. <laughs> He even part. says he even says he was like, "What took you so long?" He goes, "I don't have hands <laughs> or feet." Uh, <laughs> probably the last we'll I'm ever see you. of them. Yeah, I mean, it's, and it's a shame too because I mean, like I said, that movie didn't deserve the the critics' rage against it that it got. <sighs> but man, that was. That was yeah, I, I would actually watch that movie again. I mean, that's you know. You know, I I mean, I feel bad for Zachary Levi because he seemed like he really liked being in the movie and the character and all that kind of stuff. But he was kind of the weakest part. I mean, again, if he if he played it just a slightly more straight of Captain Whitebread and stuff like that, as opposed to just being a big goofball, I think I would have appreciated it a little bit better. Because, again, I like the kid actor, uh, Ashton or what Asher or whatever his name is, the kid actor, Billy Batson. And I like the, uh, what's his face, Freddy, um, and all that. So the the kids were actually, you know, more, uh, you know. It's like he loses the IQ points when he becomes Shazam. What the hell? Huh, so, I feel like somebody said that uh, said that about <laughs> eight minutes ago. Who's that? <laughs> uh, um, uh, so I don't know. Somebody said something outside the door. Um, yeah, so uh, it's in the basement. Shut up! <laughs> Go back in the basement, kid. <laughs> it puts the lotion. It what's the, what what's the old? It does when it's cold. <laughs> so... Uh, but yeah, the there, there's a problem when the there's this uh, polarity between the uh, the guy that's playing Billy Batson, the kid, and the and the adult. Uh, honestly, I feel like Jack Dylan Grazer should have just been Shazam or Billy Batson. Yeah, but I think they thought he wasn't he wasn't handsome enough to be Billy Batson as the teenager. But that kid's the money. That's yeah. that's yeah. what makes the movie. Yeah, so totally. Uh, and we got the Easter egg of the original oh. Billy Batson from uh, the. We did. <laughs> that, that was a and that the was a great cameo. That was a great cameo with that. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Go Captain Marvel or whatever he said to him. Like I like that. <laughs> yeah, he said that. That's what he yeah. said. Pretty cool. Well, here's here's a problem still with this goddamn Shazam stuff. Because he's like, what's my name? At the end of the movie, he asks the wizard, what's my name? And I'm like, please just say Captain Marvel. Please just say Captain Marvel. Or say the captain, right? Or, or the champion. Or, you know. Uh, right. like, but he's like, your name's Shazam. Okay. Well, what the hell does does uh, uh, Freddy call himself? Freddy Shazam? Right. And Mary Shazam? Right. Shazam like, Jr.? Pedro Shazam? <laughs> Pedro Shazam. Other guy, Shadar. Triple Shazam. Shazam. Yeah, 
Well, again, something. it's almost like at the end they were like, uh, everybody knows this is the only, this is the last movie we're making, right? Okay, good. All right, roll. Go ahead, do whatever, yeah, yeah. ad lib it, whatever you want to do. I, probably not the case, but it almost felt like that toward the end. Well, well and it's sad because but without the Wonder Woman cameo, you could have said this was never Snyderverse. Well, I was going to say, yeah. I've kind of heard Zachary Levi seems to think he's going to be in this new James Gunn universe. They so I don't know. That. I mean, maybe, maybe because the, uh, the Peacemaker people were in it. Maybe he thinks uh. that that's... <laughs> Him I'm a, getting recruited a, for a Peacemaker. I don't know. Yeah. Well, wishful thinking. I will say, though, if you had, you know, uh, Dr. Fate, Hawkman, and Shazam, that's a pretty decent, uh, you know, yeah. start to a Justice Society. Yeah. So. I'm sorry, Rock. The best part of Black Adam was Dr. Fate, by far. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, that movie still was ass, though. That was a terrible Completely. movie. I mean, y'all like Dr. Fade in that. I mean, he was all right, but he, he couldn't save that movie. He wasn't that great. I mean. Wasn't that good. Ain't that good. No. But, that, that movie was just got awful. You know, I will give credit on, uh, on this uh, for Shazam 2 that a lot of other uh, more contemporary superheroes – Again, this was a, it, the fi- uh, close to the final battle, the final big battle with the Minotaur and the Harpies and all that stuff took place, for the most part, during the daytime in the city as opposed to in a, you know, an abandoned mm-hmm. warehouse at night right. or whatever. So, again, I, I, it, I think that helped it out, even though, again, there, I don't think there was a whole lot of fighting going on, but it was like, oh, okay, the, you know, these minions and everything are terrorizing people and all that stuff and presenting the real threat as opposed to we're in an old abandoned nuclear place in Ukraine or whatever. <laughs> you know? yeah. I, so. I, will, I will say also like the mythological characters look really cool. Like yeah. the Cyclops, the Harpies, uh, you know, I thought they did a really good job. Great design. I mean, the, the, uh, the unicorns, I mean, they look the really Skittles commercial. Cool. Yeah, I mean, not since ET as a movie. Yeah, try to get you to eat candy so badly. All right, so I'll yeah. give it a three. I'll give it a solid three. I'm not sure if I'll ever. I may watch it again. But helpful. I'd actually give it a four. All right, because I think I would watch it again on a right. very lonely afternoon. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll go three. All right, I'll go three. All right, well, that's good enough. <laughs> Uh, let's see. All right, TV stuff. We spent way too much time on <laughs> talking about Shazam, long movies. Let's go to the TV land. All right. Well, I got I got nothing in the TV world. I don't think other than I started watching. It's kind of more of what you're looking at, but I started watching Shrinking on Apple TV with that was fun. Yeah, yeah. Harrison Ford. Uh, it's yeah, yeah, pretty good. I tried. No, no didn't take with you. It's so good. It's, it's so good. good. I've been enjoying it. I like all the characters really well and everything. So, all right, that's more of a what you're looking at. But that, I'll, I wanted to throw that out there and give Brian a gimme there. Thank you. Thank uh, you. But you guys have been watching. No one's watching Mandalorian, which is fine. <laughs> I kind of feel like I want to watch it just to have it on in the background, but not pay attention to it. 
but you guys are all over Picard. Yeah, I uh, I've watched. I'm caught up. Brian's not. I think Brian's one episode behind, which has so far been the best episode. They've all been good. I mean, it's hard to it's hard to pick which episode is the best, but this last one really knocked knocked a home run. I'm still waiting for it to skid off the pad though, because uh, you know the Picard show has a history of starting out okay, but really, you know crashing and burning but so far i mean this is this this show has started strong because it's done what we've always said or at least what i've always said is you're using characters from all these other shows that was in that timeline voyager right. you know deep space nine you know next generation and you're you're gathering these characters all together and now they're going as far as making you know the kids of these characters you know are in starfleet starfleet and uh you know it's it's been excellent. I mean, I I can't say enough about this show. Um, this this captain that's on the the Titan that they kind of kind of are operating on. He starts out he's a real asshole. I mean, hell, he's still an asshole, but he's entertaining. He's, yeah, and uh, he's he's not wrong. <laughs> no, he's not wrong at all. And he he would be a great captain for, and they're already talking about it. They're already talking about uh, a show called star Trek legacy that would have mm. the, the Titan uh, run by this captain with seven and nine as the, the first off the uh, first officer as she is in the show and then have these kids who are, you know, kids of the uh, next generation or other characters from star Trek in this era, uh, be on the show so i hope they do it i don't know who this guy is that's taking over as showrunner um everybody's talking about him because he's doing such an excellent job but man this show has just been incredible uh just as a star trek geek who has been out of star trek for a long time and even when i tried to get back into it with discovery it it wasn't the same track it was it was terrible but you know i trudged through it this is, you know, this has got all the feels to it from back then, back back in the nineties. It's really good. So, you know, if you if season one and two of Picard, you know, fucked you up and you you, you kind of quit, and you, you're not trying season three. I would strongly, strongly recommend it. It's probably the best Star Trek. Stick in there. In Hang in there. Stick yeah. with it. Yeah. All right. So, what do you think, Brian? Same thing. Is it Michael Gabon? No, it's something with an H. Okay, I look. But yeah, Michael Gabon's well known. Like he's he's a big time Star Trek guy. He's also he also wrote The Escapist, that book uh, that I recommended for you. That was kind of like a, uh, a fictional, but uh, also kind of like historical uh, history of uh, the comic book industry through the forties, fifties, and sixties. But um, yeah, the the show's good. The the main, my favorite person is like you've got this the asshole captain, which I forget his name, but uh, you have the asshole captain. What uh, Shaw? Shaw. So Shaw, like in the, in the first episode, you're like, oh, what a dick, and then like then you start realizing, well, no, like he's right. <laughs> what the fuck are Riker and Picard doing? Like they can't just come and deer a, a spaceship. Like what are they doing? So like it's. I, He's kind of the Han Solo in those terms. Like he's pointing out the absurdity that, of what what uh, Man, Picard and Rex are doing. That so, scene of him in the elevator, and he's tell 
when he's like, well, you know, it could be uh, you, you because you crashed the saucer of a starship on a planet, or maybe you violated the prime directive so you could snog a, a, a woman on a planet. <laughs> I mean, he just gives like three examples of total fuck-ups that they did. And he goes, man, you two are really a, a study for which came first, the chicken or the egg, when it comes to crisis. <laughs> it was great. I mean, the guy is fantastic. Um, yeah. Oh, that showrunner is a guy named Terry Metalis. I've never. Yeah, I never heard of him before. No. But uh, but yeah, the I, I'm thankful that we we're not tied into the stupid uh, um, Noonie and Singh bullshit, and and yeah. we have to have oh my you know God. have to have data, and it's it has nothing to do with with Khan, right? I mean, just that's refreshing. Hmm. Data, the, the, data that that one that one limb uh, family tree that everybody looks like data. <laughs> I was really, I was really wanting him to do a Michael J. Fox thing, like Back to the Future, and have him play a woman in there and be. Dating, well, yeah, that's you know. that was what I was going to say. Was you? I want to see the female end of the uh, <laughs> uh, of the of that family <laughs> tree, and they all look like they all look like Brit Sp- uh, Spiner too. <laughs> just have him wear a wig I wish they would have done that uh, I mean, why not I mean Jesus Christ they did uh, I mean it was it's been so ridiculous um, so I will say like some of the fighting like uh, what was it the third episode but basically you know Riker and Picard they they hatched this plan to go steal a <laughs> to steal a star a uh, uh, a star door of the Titan, the USS Titan, right? So they steal a, a Starfleet, you know, uh, um, ship, right? That, that's their whole plan is to steal a ship. And uh, as soon as they steal the ship, they just start bickering like two old ladies <laughs> and fighting, uh, fighting about everything. There's parts of it where in that, that third episode where I felt like it was like Waldorf and Statler from the Muppets. They're just sniping at each other the whole time. But it was their plan to begin with. <laughs> so, yeah, the well, even uh, that was kind of cool because it was they had this thing that they wanted to do, but when Picard got his son, his his way of doing things had changed because now he wanted to to protect the son from this evil person that was after his son and. Riker was only worried about getting the crew back to safety because now he was put in charge of the ship. When Riker wasn't in charge of the ship, he could give a shit less about any of those people. You know, I mean, but as soon as Shaw put him in charge of the ship, his whole, you know, mission changed. It was now, you know, I'm the captain of the ship. I've got to worry about these people. So it was kind of interesting the way they did that. Well, the and the bad guy in episode four was was Carla uh, Tortelli from Cheers. That took me out of it. Took me out of it a little bit. Hey, Carla Tortelli, yeah, just like Pearl. Rhea Perlman, it's Amanda Plummer, man. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> Have you? You need to go Google it for anybody that has it. I want you to. Do it, I'll put it on the on the uh, Facebook feed or on the uh, the Instagram. But I want a side by side of uh, of the actress. That's uh, what's her name? Amanda Plummer. Amanda Plummer. Who, and, who is the and, daughter? Uh, who is the daughter of Star Trek Six villain Christopher Plummer? Mm-hmm. By the way. 
and uh, on a side by side of her and Rhea Perlman because <laughs> they are separated at birth. It Damn. took me out of the scene immediately. Damn, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's good. It, it's it's by far the best season of Picard, right? Uh, it's it's uh, Discovery season one was like the strongest of these uh, Paramount Star Trek shows. And it's just backslid since then. This is probably the, well, and I haven't watched strange, um, strange new worlds, uh, but the, this is by far the best, uh, since discovery. And it's nice seeing all these, these established characters, but now you've got LaFour, Jordy's daughter, right? You've got, uh, who may or may not be Picard's son. I still don't know that he's Picard's son for sure. He um, is. They, confer- they confirm it this episode. Okay. Uh, and then, but, uh, you know, Mari, Mari Povich comes out. <laughs> <laughs> they go on the holodeck and it's the episode of the Povich, of Mori Povich. Yeah. You are the father. John Newton, uh, you are the father. So... I mean, it's it's good, but I mean, it's at the same time, it's like you know, it's hard. It's it's also hard for me to kind of take Jonathan Frakes and Patrick Stewart serious in some sort of action role. <laughs> like so. Oh my God! One of them's like you know, eighty-eight years old. The other one's like sixty-five. Yeah. 70, so. so there you have it. But yeah, I'm enjoying it, but. uh you know, it's probably it's probably the best reunion show, or you know, sequel of of this type since you know Cobra Kai. I mean, <laughs> and they're Cobra doing Kai. basically. I mean, they're basically doing the same thing Cobra Kai did. I mean, they're they're going back. They're deep cutting into old stories. I mean, they brought Lauren uh, Rowe back. You know, the you know the fifth the sixth episode. I mean. I mean, that was a deep cut from Deep Space Nine. I mean, not Deep Space Nine, but Next Generation that we never thought we'd ever see her again. Plus, they kept it such a, a secret that when she actually appeared on screen, you're like, holy shit, is that? I mean, it it was kind of a shock to everybody. So I, this show is, is really just knocking it out of the park. Ensign Row? Ensign Row, yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen that episode yet. So <clears throat> thanks for spoiling it. Um. Yeah, uh, I'm wondering when. Uh, I hope like some DS, Deep Space Nine characters show up, right? I mean, well, well since the bad guys are the changeling. I mean, the changelings yeah. are the bad guys. So, I mean, they were the bad guys in Deep Space Nine towards the end. So, yeah, I mean, when's Quark going to get some of that post Star Trek money? Yeah, dude. I, yeah, I mean, can we get Keelix? What's Keelix doing? Oh, uh, let's not get Keelix. What was the Keelix? Uh, uh, no, what was uh, Neelix and he merged with the Vulcan? No, Neelix, that's right, yeah. What was the, what Tuvok, was the name? The Vulcan was Tuvok. Yeah, so it was Keelix or something when they merged Tealix. together? Um, <laughs> it was god awful. <laughs> but you know what? I never watched uh, Voyager, so. There were, uh, 
you know, I don't know that we covered this, but just speaking of Benson characters, have you watched the episode? You, you, you're current on, um, uh, oh my God, it's Poker Face, right? No, I am not. Oh, did you see the episode about the band, though? Yeah, I did, yeah. <laughs> and it was the earworm was the, the theme song from Benson. <laughs> so he writes this song and like, this has got a great hook. And then they, they kill him. They kill him. He kept watching Benson episodes. <laughs> and they kill him. They kill the guy and steal his song. And then yeah. they go to the record label. And the record label's like, we can't use this. And they're like, why? They, they play the song. And then they play the theme song for Benson. And you can see it's the same song. <laughs> so the guy just had it in his head. <laughs> the theme song for Benson stuck in his head. So he wrote a rock, a rock song. That's got a great sound to it. That's a great sound. <laughs> Great show, man. That was probably I my favorite. That. that was probably my favorite episode. Just this, you were uh, kidding about Boardwalk Empire. I'm trying to trying to get through the last two seasons of that, man. Once they killed off their second main character, whew, this show's all over the place. Yeah. And they said it's because he was an asshole, but then they made two more seasons without him or three more seasons without him. Actually, so, three, and it was—is that why he, he he got fired? Yeah, they fired him, and so they killed him off. Like he was, uh, it was so difficult to work with. <clears throat> so, Steve Buscemi's great in it, but everything else is just all over the place. I mean, it's just like they introduce. I mean, Michael Shannon's in it; he's been in it the whole time. But like, I think him and Steve Buscemi's only shared like one scene together, and that was in the first season. I, I mean, his characters. Has no interaction whatsoever with. Uh, it's just insane. I mean, it's just weird the way all the, these characters have gone in so many different directions, and they never interact anymore. So yeah, I, and then they bring in Charlie Cox, but then Charlie Cox, uh, like I guess he's he got not, Daredevil. So yeah, he got. I guess he got Daredevil. Yeah, so he kind of peters out too. So well, they killed him. So spoilers, but. I mean, hell, eight-year-old show. So, <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, it just—I don't know. It, like the main, the main female character. You know, I'm on the fourth season now. I'm almost finished the fourth season, <laughs> and she has only been in like two episodes, and it was like very quick scenes. I mean, now they got Patricia Arquette in there, and I've never been a big fan of Patricia Arquette. So. Well, yeah, she started getting hot because she's the voice of Merida in the Disney movie, and then she was all she was an Iron. She was the voice of Friday in Iron Man and the Iron Man um, uh, uh, three. But then she started getting booking other stuff too. Yeah, so. I'm not a, not a fan, and I don't know. I'm I'm glad when this shows. I, I'm just committed now. I'm just trying to trudge through it. But uh, after I trudge through this, when I have time and I'm at home, I'll try to. Watch Poker Face. Finish that up. Well, that's much better. Of the two, that's much better. Now, and but that's probably a perfect seg- segue. Trudging through the end of Boardwalk Empire, because God damn it, I've been trudging through the fucking Taylor Sheridan universe, and that uh, dude, my God, like we watched Yellowstone, and it like starts out really good. Yeah, until you realize, uh, like half the plots they propose, they never finish. They never 
They never, you know, bring it to fruition. They never, uh, they, they, all these threats just kind of peter out. Have you, they, have they, you got the season five where nothing, literally nothing seems to happen at all? I'll yeah. Yeah. I'm on, I'm on see. Uh, yeah. So we finished season five, right? <laughs> and, and, and like, yeah, literally nothing, nothing happens. Nothing. Like, like it's just, you go from like, well, this is batshit crazy to, oh, well, nothing ever came of it. Oh, well. <laughs> like just these weird, it's like the, it's like uh, he has ADHD. It's like he can't. So have you got to that episode in the fifth season where it's Jimmy at that ranch and like the first thirty minutes of it's Jimmy at that ranch. Yeah, nothing really happens, and then like they go back to the regular characters, and that's it. You never see Jimmy at the ranch again. It's just really weird. I mean, it's like what's going on here? Well, yeah, and the thing. Some people have said that it's because Costner didn't want all the long shooting days, like you know, because they would do sun up and sunset stuff and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but still, like he's not the only character there. I mean, got, he's like, not the only character there. Fucking characters, man. I mean, the best characters, Rip, like I, Rip and and um, well, what's the daughter's name? Shit. Oh, uh, um, I want to say Beverly, but it's not Beverly. No. Anyway, um, Beth, but it's Beth. 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 So, so you've got that. We went from that, and we had already watched season one of uh, Mayor of Kingstown before we watched uh, uh, Yellowstone. And Mayor of Kingstown, it's uh, it wants to be the wire and stuff like that, but it can't really pull it off. Well, and like then. It. Then you get to season two. Have you watched season two of Mayor of Kingstown? I have. Jesus Christ. You want to talk about nothing happening yeah, and nothing, nothing paying happened. off? No. Like, right. it goes on. It, it, like, they in the first episode. Way too they too much, man. Good Lord. <laughs> they drag it out. So, basically, there's uh, at the end of season one, there's a riot in the prison, and they have to sit Which was good. In. I love that. The, the riot was great. That was a, that was a good season ender right there yeah that was a good season ender and so it's this is the aftermath of that but then there's there's gangs on the streets like because what happens in the prisons is spilling out into the streets and so uh mike who is um oh my god what the hell's his name hawkeye Jeremy Renner, mike. yeah his yeah, yeah. yeah mike his character decides he's gonna send the the gang bosses into prison so they can create a new hierarchy and then get them out, right? So he sends them in, and then once they're in prison, the DA's like, I don't want them back out on the streets. Which who didn't see that coming? Right. I mean, I mean, come on. <laughs> and so it takes him like eight episodes to get them back out of prison, but that's the only plot line. That's the only thing going on, man. Um, it's it's uh, it's just it's. The Bob guy calls him. When you get me out of prison, I'm working on it. Forty five minutes later, he calls him back. When you get me out of prison, I'm working on it. That was the entire season. Yeah. And so, and now there, the the only real subplot is they there was a SWAT team that went into the prison that um, rescued everybody, but they went they went in you know guns blazing. And so all these mob monsters want, or all these gangsters want that that SWAT leader dead. They're they're all they all want him dead. 
but also like the DA is is uh, looking to prosecute them because of some of the things they did too. <clears throat> so this is just the most batshit crazy explanation for how they squash it, right? So the SWAT guy's name is Robert. I don't know his last name, but he's like the kind of like the Frank Grillo, you know, um, uh, Punisher uh, type guy, right? Uh, one of the guys on his team is going to testify against him and they figure out who's going to testify against him. So one of the detectives for the police department who works as a volunteer at the prison with a serial killer gets the serial killer to break a tooth so he can take him to the dentist I'm not making this shit up. He gets he gets him to chew on a rock, break a tooth, so he can take him to the dentist. Instead of taking him to the dentist, he takes the serial killer to this guy's house that's going to testify against the SWAT um, uh, leader to intimidate him. Well, who didn't see this coming? The serial killer kills the guy. So now he has to escape with the serial killer and bring him back to prison. What... So let me ask you, what do you think the stakes were? What do you think the comeuppance was from this from this action? Nothing. Nothing whatsoever. They don't mention this guy's been murdered. This police officer's been murdered. The guy even says, my wife and daughter will be here at the grocery store. They'll be home soon. So they're in Kingstown. So, like, this police officer gets murdered by a serial killer who's on, on day pass for his tooth. He gets brought back to the prison. Nothing is said ever about it again. Yeah, it, that was pretty fucked up. Uh, yeah, I, I, <laughs> the first season is definitely better than the second one. It's the stupidest shit. Uh, oh my god, it is. It is. It is awful. Uh, like it's awful. And, and and Yellowstone is just a soap opera. It's it's today's you know a, a poor version of Dallas. So, oh God, it's yeah. I'm I'm off the Taylor Sheridan uh, wagon. <laughs> I will not be watching anything else that he has uh, had oh, a hand you thought, in. Hey, you thought those were bad? You should have watched 1923. Holy shit! One of the brothers is literally in Africa when it starts, and his whole arc for ten episodes is him ch- trying to come home. And by the end of the tenth episode, he still ain't fucking home. I'm like, <laughs> I, 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 they need him back home. They need him home. And it's like they're just—he ain't home yet. He's still working on it. Takes a long time. To, <laughs> back in 1923 to get fucking home. Yeah, I'm like, holy yeah. shit! What is taking these fuckers so long to get home? It's uh, yeah, man. Well. <laughs> That show, goddamn! And then the, uh, did you notice the whole thing? His first season, the mom was like giving Mike shit all the time, like all the I time giving mom. him shit. I, I keep wanting her to die. Well, oh, the second God. season, oh. she's completely different though. In season two, she's all, oh Mike, you know, oh I just love you so much. It's like she's a completely different character in the in the, in the second season. Uh, Same actress, but completely different character. I keep I'm uh, hoping each with each scene she's in, someone's gonna come and pop a bullet in her head. But no. Have you finished her. season two? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the good news is we're probably not getting season three. So, 
No, we know that motherfucker's on a uh, stepper the other day, so he's fine. <sighs> he's gonna be in a wheelchair like uh, Ironside. No, he, no he, he's actually on, he was on a uh, a treadmill. I'm right. sorry, it wasn't a stepper; it was a treadmill. So he's he's doing fine. I don't think he's. I don't think the reason he's he's on that stepper is to get back for Mayor of Kingstown. <laughs> I don't think that's the. <laughs> I don't think they got a picture, like a promotional photo. That's what he's walking towards. I got to get back to Kingston. Oh, so. it's, it's a paycheck, man. Successful uh. show. So, but all that to say, he is, uh, he is on, well on his way to recovery. So they won't have to recast Hawkeye. God bless him. So never, we'll never have to revisit Hawkeye again. So that's the garbage I've been watching. But Brad, to your point, shrinking is fantastic. I've enjoyed it. Watch the whole season. PMR, I oh, think you. Uh, oh, uh, uh, Ted Lasso came back. Ted Lasso's back. I'll tell you, shrinking's better than Ted Lasso season uh, three so far. Oh yeah. Here's you. How many episodes have you watched of Shrinking? I tried watching two, and that was two too many. That was enough. That's where you, you need to get to three. Uh, honestly, of course, of course, you always need to get. He three. always, yeah, he fools you that. Well, don't trust him. Brian, you love him. it. No, I thought it was good, but it's just not PMR style. It's like uh, you guys trying to talk me into watching Bosch or Yellowstone or one of those those things. It's like, nah, that's okay. I'm sure it it's has very, its merits, but I don't care. I'll tell you, it's uh, when you get later in the season, it's got a lot more DNA with Scrubs. Than it does Ted Lasso. That, what does that how does that land PMR? Mm, you know what? If I get really like, I'll I may get really bored. The, right now, I'm basically episode one. He's in this awful place. Episode two, he's still kind of uh, like. But by episode three, he starts making some progress as a character, and so once Jimmy is in a little bit better footing you get to focus more on the other uh, other characters right and the other characters are where it's at yeah i think the whole so. cast is pretty strong i thought but oh yeah right. great show right. great show yeah. five out of five that's about the only new thing I'm watching, i think i did finish watching uh knock on the cabin m night shamalama ding dong yeah how was that I it was it was fine. I mean, nothing wrong with it. J- Dave Bautista again. He's a he's a strong actor. I think he pulls off emotional some emotional heavy stuff and everything. But there's it was yeah, uh, it was a movie. Well, yeah, he said he doesn't want to be. His goal wasn't to go out and be an action star, right? Like The Rock and John Cena. His uh, he wanted to have like you know. Yeah, uh, actual an actual acting career. So he man. was really good in uh, going back to circle all the way back to the beginning two hours ago with Zack Snyder. He was good in uh, Army of the Dead, I thought. Batista or mm-hmm. whatever that dead movie uh, that he you know was a little bit more of a, a, a layered character and stuff like that than just like you said normal action movie. Uh, but yeah. I think that's probably about it. Is shrinking and that movie. I uh, picked up a comic. Give you a, a quick shout out. We haven't done a comic book shout out in a while. PMR, have you been reading uh, Flash: The One Minute War? 
No, I heard it was good. Yeah, so me and Alex were, I wish he was on the podcast, but it's pretty interesting because basically, you know, the Flash is all about the Speed Force, and I don't know why they've never proposed this question before, but basically an alien race attacks Earth uh, using the Speed Force. They've figured out a way to tap into the Speed Force, but they can't naturally tap into it. They need to use, like, speedsters as, like, a battery. That's how they get into the Speed Force is they basically kidnap uh, um, uh, people that, that are Force-sensitive, I guess. But speed force sensitive, but it's uh, so basically it's 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 been like six months, but time is effectively frozen for everyone else on Earth. So that's why Superman and Batman and all can't get involved. And, uh, and it's so all the Flash family taking on these alien invaders and uh, the one minute war. It's very good. Very good. Have you have you been reading any comics lately, Peter? I have not. No, well, actually, I have. Uh, Captain America is really good right now. For those who, uh, who's uh, the Steve Rogers one? Actually, both of them are. The Sam Wilson one's pretty good too. But Steve Rogers one is 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 uh, has a lot of callbacks to the old Invaders from back in the seventies, and uh, which was a World War Two group. And I don't know. It's a it's a good read, good art. Um, they they do they're doing a storyline of a uh, a very uh, deep deep conspiracy from back before Captain America was uh, was created and his shield is is a design for that deep deep conspiracy so it's pretty cool it's, it's probably one of the better comic books I've read in a long long time so highly is it getting into like culper ring type stuff I'm sorry. Is it getting into culper ring type stuff? Nothing I'm aware of. What what's culpering? The the president spies. No, no, no. But okay. I mean, it's really it's really cool. You need to you really really need to read it. It's uh, it's a really good book. Uh, the new Fantastic Four is pretty good too. I've read that. Um, that's been pretty pretty decent. Great art in it. In both of those. So, but yeah. Hmm. Uh, I think that's about it. The Spider-Mans are, I've tried to read those and they're kind of garbage. X-Men are just too complicated. I mean, it's really good if you read everything, but it's more of a sci-fi book now than it is a superhero book. So. Hmm. Well, yeah, I'm not reading much Marvel. Last thing I read, I read Devil's Reign. So. I, I, would, uh, I would recommend, I would recommend Captain America if you want something really just a really good read. That's a, that's a good read. And I would recommend Fantastic Four too. Not Captain Marvel, Captain America. Um, wow. uh, in fact, in the new Fantastic Four books, really good. Other than that, no. that's that's pretty much it. That's all I'm reading. Mm-hmm. All right, what do we add? We're gotta be at two hours. Yeah, we're at two hours. Uh, yeah, one fifty. Two hours, yeah. yeah. One fifty. So, all right. Oh, maybe next time. What do what do we have coming up, movie wise? Anything good? Ryan, well, we got to uh, Reinfeld. Uh, that's probably coming out sometime soon, right? Yeah, Renfeld. Uh, the uh, Mario movie. We still got to do uh, John Wick. Got to do John Wick. Brad, are you gonna go see? Are you gonna see the new Evil Dead? 
Uh, nah, probably not. I'll wait for streaming. Have you seen the trailers for it? Yeah, yeah, it looked good. I just, yeah, they can wait. All right. All right. (laughs) Fair enough. I just, uh, yeah, going out to the movies is an expensive trip nowadays. Uh, So, and uh, gosh, I don't know. You know, the only last time uh, that I wasn't disappointed is when I saw Jesus Revolution. Hey, yeah, yeah, that was the only time that I'm like, well, look at this an original story. More or less, you know, Jesus coming back from the dead. No, just kidding. Uh, But no, original story and not a sequel or anything like that. It's like, well, there you go. That's what a movie's for. But every once in a while, you got to have something that's, you know, something different. Absolutely. Yeah, because everything that we've talked about, again, I'm sure John Wick 4 is fantastic, but it's like, okay, well, it's a guy getting chased and shoot him up type stuff. It's like, I'm sure that. Brian will uh, discuss in the next podcast about all the the different things about it or whatever. Uh, but again, it's kind of the same old, same old. Yeah. Uh, speaking of, uh, just this just broke. Uh, Donnie Yen was asked was to ask, uh, and he said he would love to come uh, come back as for a spinoff of his character Kane they all do. in a standalone movie. Who who the fuck is so. Yeah, Donnie who the fuck Yen. is Johnny Yen? Yeah. Well, you know, what's so funny is that all of these <laughs> things are not necessarily clickbaity or whatever, but it's like all these things of like, Donnie Yen said he would like, it's like, yeah, of course he would like to have his own franchise of a movie mm-hmm. and get paid more. You know, very few times are there articles about, you know, so-and-so says that, yeah, he played it once and he's done with it. <laughs> you know, like Mary Marvel uh, the, the actress that plays Mary Marvel is like, oh, I'd love to be in it. It's like, I'm sure you would, <laughs> but it's yeah. not going to happen. <laughs> I did see Fall. I didn't even know that was her, uh, but that was a ridiculous movie, but it was kind of fun to watch. About two girls that climb it's up. Fall? Two girls, uh, one of them, Mary Marvel, uh, that 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 about, yeah. climbs on a uh, giant radio uh, tower and then gets stuck there. <laughs> it's so that's a movie. That's a movie. That's what we've come to. Jesus Christ! I know. All right. Well, maybe next time we'll have Alex, and he can debate a few more things with with you boys. All right. We're all we're all. Oh, uh, also, Brian's looking for more news. No, no, I was reading this too. A little more news. Uh, Ballerina is set for release in twenty twenty four. All right. So well, there you go. Well, there well, they're, you go. they're churning that shit out, aren't they? Well, well, I think the the Continental set in the seventies is pretty interesting too. I think that should be, I don't know, that'll be good as well. All right. Yeah, that'll be fun though. Well, PMR, maybe uh, maybe you can go see John Wick Four. <clears throat> I may, I may. All I right, settle down a little bit. I may. Well, I'll have a I'll have a MegaCon report next time we meet. Oh, oh yeah, man. Because that's in about two months from now when we record again? No, it's like oh, next week. Next weekend. Oh, okay. Yeah. Try to get some interviews. We need another good interview show. Oh, that's show. good idea. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you should uh, record some questions, Brian. Yeah, record some Do questions some and a few answers. Yeah. <laughs> no, just questions. <laughs> just ask them. Sir, the where are you going? Please come back. <laughs> Hold the elevator. All right. Well, Brian, we expect a full report on Megacon, but until next time.
Save it for the podcast.